Double Team Podcast. We're back. Nick Wiggins, Stephen Root. Uh, Nick, how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm, you know, ready for this NBA season to get closer and to get started. I know football is right around the corner, but, you know, basketball is right after that. So I'm excited for yeah. fall to be getting here. And it's hot as hell, too. I know. I know. We need the fall. I've kind of been in, you know, maybe more of a football mode that is so close. I think we have a, we have a, uh, NFL preseason game tonight. I don't know how much of a junkie you are, but I'll be watching that, man. But uh, yeah, we've kind of hit that part of the summer where things are kind of drawn out, not a whole lot going on. There's still stuff, but a lot of stories getting made over nothing. Um, you know, one, I mean, like what the biggest thing in the past few days is Bradley Beal getting embarrassed by a high schooler, not just any high schooler, but these are the kind of stories we've got to follow. Um, apparently Bradley Beal playing one-on-one versus a high school sophomore phenom Cooper flag. If you don't know about Cooper flag, you will. Um, have you been able to watch him at all? He's the number two prospect in the class of 2025 out of Maine. He's big time, man. He is, uh, his, his videos are like Zion's videos of him out there just dominating against children. But I guess some competition came to him. Right. No, he's legit, man. He's legit. He's he's really good. And he be talking that smack, too. Like, yeah. he knows he's really good. He ain't humble at all. And I think that might have been what led to the blow up with Bradley Beal. So they were at a camp. They're playing one on one. And then all of a sudden, uh, Cooper Flag starts. You know, scoring and the reports say that maybe Bradley Beal wasn't obviously playing like NBA level uh, <laughs> effort, but Cooper Flag started talking trash to him. And, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden Bradley Beal took exception to that. He started cussing him out. He got angry and then he stormed <laughs> off the court. I mean, I don't care. That's a bad look for Bradley Beal. I mean, come but, on, man. You were just talking about, I just saw something about Beal like in the past week or so about him wanting to get back to an all-NBA level of defense, something that he wanted to focus on now with Phoenix. Um, you know, Cooper Flag's legit, but still, that is a 16-year-old boy that uh making you storm off the court. So, damn. And when was, know, you know, Phoenix. he says he wants to get back to all-NBA defense. When was that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he's I mean, always look, been a below average defender, average at, at his peak, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of room for improvement. Um, but I think it's just more of a more of a Cooper flag story than Bradley Beal. I mean, yeah, we can make fun of Bradley Beal plenty for this, but you know, Cooper Flag is is big time. He's gonna be that next, you know, prospect out of high school that's you know, he's not number one in the class of 2025. He's number two, but he's going to be big time at 16 years old. He's already um, six foot eight, big dude. He's going to be uh, something to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've never been the biggest Bradley Bill fan anyway. And after he went to Phoenix, that honestly made me like him less because I just don't like the build of that team. And I'm not that big of a fan of the players that were already on there and now with this story i'm just like bradley bill i'm out 
I'm out. I'm out on Bradley Beal. <laughs> I'm out on the Phoenix Suns. You know, this is the Phoenix Suns core. They can't make any changes, really. If anything, they can move DeAndre Ayton. That would be the one piece that they can move. But I'm just out, man. I am so out on the Suns. Uh, are do you are you riding with the Suns? Are you liking what they're doing? Do you think that they're gonna have uh, well, potential to make a big run this year? They were my pick out of the West, and this past year, and that just continued to unfold poorly for me, especially when they ran into, you know, any kind of depth on the other team. It was an issue. Um, I don't think Bradley Beal does it. I mean, he's just adding him to that team. You lose Chris Paul. I mean, look, I do like how they rounded out the bench. I mean, it's still not the best, but they did something with not a lot of resources. They were able to kind of put some players on that bench to maybe hopefully make them a little deeper, but still not deep. Um, I just don't trust KD to give you – how many games do we expect him to play? I just don't feel like there's going to be a lot of continuity between this team. I mean – you know, they've got this whole offseason. It's not a midseason move to bring in these players. They're they're together now. They'll have an opportunity to, you know, try to form some sort of cohesiveness. But, no, I mean, what, I, I'll like them. I will like them. But when it gets down to it, you're still not beating Denver nowhere close to, to what Denver has. I mean, you know. Are they a top four seed in the West? Four, yeah. I mean. I would say four or five. That's probably where they'll be, maybe three. But I just, you know, the regular season's going to be, again, we, we see teams in the regular season like a Memphis, like a Cleveland, like these these really good regular season teams, um, you know, and they're kind of in a different spot that leads them to be successful as they are in the regular season than this team of veterans who how many regular season games are they all going to play together? You know, there, there's questions there, man. I mean, KD's missed a lot of time over the last few years. And, you know, it's just another year of age. So, I mean, you know, they make the move. They make all these moves. And, and at first I was just, you know, it's going to be hard to beat. But then we see a Denver who's beat, who's formed a team the, the right way. And they're not going anywhere. They're going to be back just the same way they were. So, no, I'm not bought in. Um like on a championship level, they'll be good, but I just don't see them having what it takes to be deep enough to, you know, go deep in the playoffs. You uh, you bring up Cleveland. Another story that's been kind of going around is about Donovan Mitchell's future and basically that everyone on Donovan Mitchell's camp and apparently everyone in Cleveland knows Donovan Mitchell is not coming back. He is not re-signing in Cleveland. And, you know, most people assume he wants to go to New York. He's a big New York fan. He works out in New York in the offseason. And that that's where he'll sign as a free agent. What do you think if you're Cleveland? You know, it was working last year. Your young core, Donovan Mitchell, had a great year. But if you know that he's he's going to be gone and he wants to be gone, like, wh where do you go from there? I mean, you got to trade him, right? I mean... That's that's a horrible spot to be put in by this guy, man. I mean, if you're Cleveland, you have built your team the right way, too. And they're really good, and they've got a lot of players. So, I mean, man, it, it just totally takes all the wind out of their sails that they thought they had, you know, going in, not even at the season yet, and this news is already out there. 
Um, now it's like, okay, what are we going to get out of him? People are constantly going to be asking him questions not related to Cleveland basketball. And that's just a, a horrible spot for Cleveland. You know, I'm, I don't know how much I like Donovan Mitchell. I, I've never, you know, I've respected the game, but I've just never been a huge fan for whatever reason. I really can't tell you why, but um, I, I don't like this. I mean, you know, wait a little bit. Try to help the team you're on, the really good team that you're on. You've got a shot to do something right now, whatever that is, but it's something. I don't know. Don't like it. So now Cleveland, you you're you're putting a horrible spot where everyone knows he wants to leave. So you're going to be taking pennies on the dollar for if you are able to trade him. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still sure that they could get some kind of return they'd want, but they better. I mean, instead of just letting this guy walk. I mean, they just traded for him, right? His first year in Cleveland was last year. I mean, he he had a great year like and I like he's a small guard. He's not really a playmaker. He's a scorer. He's only like six foot three at a sh at shooting guard. He's not a point guard. Um, I don't know. Like if you're Cleveland, Garland, Mo, like Donovan Mitchell is by far the best player on your team and the most ready to compete. Yeah, but I mean, that's Garland tough, man. Like you literally just traded for him. Like I don't know what you get and what do what are people going to offer you if people are already under the assumption like he's going to he's going to go to New York in free agency. Yeah. Why would I trade for him? So are they in a position where they just have to? I think they might just you know. And I think Donovan Mitchell is a guy where he's like, hey man, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to play, and I'm going to try and we're going to try and win this year. I mean, but I think I'm he probably going to be gone. I think he will at the end of the day, not, you know, he'll show up, he'll play. I don't think he's that kind of guy that's going to check out on a good situation right now. You know, yeah, he can look for something different in the future, but you know, for Cleveland, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You're going to take a big step back without him. Um, but you know, Darius Garland and Evan Mobley kind of more on the same timeline, just where they are in their careers. You know, you still got a great young core to build around, but it hurts. I mean, but still, you're right. Pennies on the dollar. Like I said, you know, with this being out there, no leverage for Cleveland at all. Um, or, you know, they could, trying to trade him to somebody that he doesn't plan on re-signing with is just kind of a, you know, spot you don't want to be in. But, I mean, all this New York talk, I'm, I'm whatever, New York, all this talk every year is, New York, who they getting to put them over the top? You know, I don't, I don't know if this is that move. You know, as long as they you sign Donovan Mitchell, you don't think that puts them over the top? Like what their roster is right now, and you just add Donovan Mitchell to it because it wouldn't be a trade. You know? Yeah, uh, they'll be good, but man, I mean, you know, the defense has to come from somewhere. You know, you get Brunson and and Mitchell out there, two really undersized guards. Um, as long that's as exactly what the Cavs did. I know, yeah, true, but as long they as... They ain't got no Evan Mobley here. Right, right. They got down. Julius Randle, you know. Uh, as long as he's on that team, they ain't going anywhere. You see, uh, Ben Simmons is saying that uh, he's feeling as healthy God. as he ever has. It's that time of year, man. We're getting videos <laughs> of, you know, dudes playing against trainers saying they're the best they've ever been. So they want him, or their expectation is that he comes in and Plugs right back in as their point guard and is, you know, I, okay, Brooklyn, we'll see. I mean, right, I just, 
I don't, I don't care at all. I don't care at all. I mean, if he's, if he's able to help Brooklyn in any, any way, you know, if the, the help outweighs the hurt in any way, it, it'll probably be a surprise. So he just needs to, I mean, one, this dude is so talented, man. Get your head right. Don't be afraid to shoot it. I mean, get right because the talent's there, man. And we've been clowning this guy for years. And I mean, to be honest, it's probably, you know, it's, I can't imagine being this guy, but he's he's been clowned for years man but he's he's got to get right the talent is still there we're still talking about ben simmons you know despite all the lack of anything for a long time so you know whatever speaking of uh highlight videos off-season highlight videos did you see rudy gobert shooting threes i did i did is that real uh again dude by himself against a trainer you know tossing him the ball a lot of guys can hit threes in that in that situation, but he hit one in in his little French game that he was playing. I saw the other day. I mean, look at uh, Brook Lopez, man. If you're yeah. if if you want to be a a big that can play for a long, long time, you watch Brook Lopez. Um, that should be who you watch. And if any of these guys that you know, yeah, take up Mitchell Robinson. Right. If the three point if the three ball was a part of his game immediately today, just overnight he developed that. How much more valuable is he as a player in this league? You know, he's also how many... a guy with an elite off season mixtape. He's always <laughs> like crossing people up and yeah, going off that handle. But then that you know you're not seeing that in a game. But... No. So I mean, how real is it this time of year? I, I hardly buy into anything, um, but you know look at where the league is you better be working on it if you're not you know i mean yeah there's room for a robert williams in this league but man you imagine him being able to step out even you know 15 17 feet a little bit i mean you got to be able to and now kids like a growing up coming of age right now i mean you're not gonna not work on your shot it's just kind of a thing of the past where these guys are solely rim protectors you know you've got to have a shot in your game to be able to last i mean brooke lopez has turned himself into a guy that just got a big deal at the age he is i mean i'm a, I'm using him he is the perfect example i am a big brooke lopez fan um i thought whoever he went back to milwaukee but man if he went anywhere else that team would have immediately gotten a lot better but i mean that's who you need to watch i mean somebody that completely you know, put put some change in their game to ensure they're lasting a long time in this league. He's not going anywhere. So, yeah, you better work on it. Well, we're talking about Rudy Gobert. You know, Anthony Edwards came out and said that this year he's trying to win Cat and MVP, and he's trying to get Rudy Gobert another Defensive Player of the Year. Now, the big rumor, though, this offseason has been, are they going to trade Cat? Potentially, are they going to trade Gobert? But it's looking like maybe they're going to run it back with this roster. What do you What do you think the peak of the Timberwolves is? Is this whole experiment going to work out? Um, I think we're going to get a breakout, even more so of a breakout year from Anthony Edwards. I think it's his year to firmly put himself on the superstar map. Uh, going back to his high school and college number, going back to number five, letting Kyle Anderson take number one, but he's going back to five. Um, but, man, we're just more and more little Anthony Edwards highlight or headlines and highlights, not ha- highlights about his game, really, but kind of just more hearing his name more and more and more, whether it's Team USA, whether it's about the Timberwolves, 
he has uh, got the personality to be a superstar in this league. And I think that's going to happen this year. They've got another more time to put in playing with each other and making it work. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a kind of a weird group of guys to make work with Cat and and Gobert, but I think it can for sure. Um, if anyone on that team's winning an MVP, I think it would be Edwards this year. But I mean, I'm again, what do I, what do I, what level of buying into the Timberwolves am I, am I at? That's just you know. They're not. They'll be good, sure. They'll they'll be a playoff team, but still, I think, I think they're going to be better than Phoenix. That'll be interesting. I mean, they they easily could. That's not a crazy thing to say. Um, it might be to some people, but some people just you know see the names on Phoenix ball. and that's all they know, right? But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm fully expecting major breakout year to for Anthony Edwards to solely you know to actually put him on that superstar list right now i mean he's close already but yeah we'll see i mean the, you know team team usa he's gonna play for and i just think that'll help him a lot but i don't know i think you know you've got these players it's probably in your best interest to make it work right uh what what, what other headlines in the nba are there speaking of that uh go back to that cooper flag thing man uh yep. that, Number two player in the class 2025. Do you know who number one is? Nick Wiggins. Mm. His no, father. His father was a bald-headed power forward for the Chicago Bulls. Oh. Uh little boozer? Yeah, Cam Boozer. Okay. Cam Boozer. Yeah, so just okay. And Run look, he up. wasn't bald-headed, man. He had the painted on hairline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yes he did but yeah i mean this time of year we uh a couple guys i mean this time of year is something you want to look out for guys you know getting in trouble when there's you know really not a whole lot going on i did see Devontae graham was suspended a couple games and um clippers guard amir coffee cited for a concealed firearm so all those yeah, dudes need uh, to be overseas man yeah Maybe. But you see Kendrick I, Nunn just signed overseas. I did. Devontae Graham. crazy. Two games. Well, I mean, you know, he could be remember the last. When he was second, remember when he was second in rookie of the year voting? Oh, yeah. He was playing on Miami. Yeah. I mean, you know, he could be the last guy on a bench somewhere or actually go get some money overseas. Um, Montrez Harrell hurt himself. Yeah. That was a bummer. He's kind of faded away from the league. I mean, you know, he's out of being a player that can play one, but still, he's, you know, happens quick in the NBA. He can have a lot to nothing. Um, You know, we've seen uh, Bronny, I guess, doing better. That was kind of a, a scary thing that happened, but yeah. I, think he, I think he's doing better. Um, Yeah, man, just that time of year. Wish we had more, but we don't, man. That just is what it is. Yeah, I'm sure probably in the next week or coming weeks, maybe we'll start doing our, you know, uh, little breakdown of every team like we've done before. Uh, just yeah, like we'll do that. Review and recap of what they did in the off season, what their roster's looking like, best case scenario, worst case scenario. Uh, I think still, we'll maybe start getting into that. Still nothing new on Dame and Harden. The league did send out a memo. Um 
the NBA sent a memo to all 30 teams last Friday stating that any player or his agent who makes public or private comments indicating he won't fully perform the services called for under his player contract in the event of a trade will be subject to discipline. All right. So, I mean, yeah, you send that out to the league, but you're doing that because of one guy, because of all this well, stuff. James going... Harden. Well, true. I mean, right. Well, the two guys that are in all the headlines right now, the two stars we're watching, you're right, it's two. But, you know, these guys saying, I'm going to this one team when that's not how it works. I mean, they can say that, you know, but I felt like the league did have – I hate the way that that kind of looks, but the league definitely had to do something. And I, I mean that I hate the way it looks when these guys are going to say – I'm going to one team and that's it. I'm not going to show up for any other team. I don't like that at all. So, I mean, whatever that discipline looks like, I don't know how you do that. Let's say if Harden and Dame end up on the one team they said they were going to go for, uh, go to, I just, you know, it's it's an ugly look for the league. I don't know how you possibly start disciplining that, but, I mean, they had to say need something. To get David Stern back in there, man. Yeah, yeah. He'd have banned all this crap. David Stern, yep. But, well, I'm going to leave it there. I don't have anything else. Yeah, man, I think we recapped about everything that's going on uh, this week. I'm sure we'll have more news and headlines to talk about next week. There's always something going on. Yes, and if there's not, we can get more creative and drum something up that really might not be there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the reality of where we are. So we've kind of given you all of it plus more. But uh, yeah, man, we'll be back. Double Team Podcast, Nick Wiggins. We'll see you next week. We've been Double Team.